Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Rickard. And I'm Tracy Sullivan, and we're the Career Coaches of Fisher. So I am so excited today. We are welcoming our first student guest on the podcast. Yay. Very excited. Um, so we want to welcome Matt Stashew to the pod. Matt is in his last semester here at Fisher, majoring in finance. You're on the men's track team, former RA, right? And you even worked for our office in career services. Ooh, you're missing out now. I know. And <laughs> our beautiful new digs. Um, Matt has had a really incredible journey here at Fisher. And as you'll learn today, the path hasn't been linear, which I think is really important and kind of aligns with the things that we've been talking about on a lot of our episodes. So for those of you who really aren't sure about your career path yet or are wondering how maybe things that you do while you're on campus can really influence your future choices, I think today is going to be a great episode for you. Absolutely. So to get us started, Matt, just tell us where you are now in terms of your career path. I'll start like a little bit about me too. I'm from Rochester originally, and then my college career started at Bonaventure mm. as an education major, so wow. that's fun. And then... Uh, realized I didn't like that, so then I came, made the switch to Fisher, so that was amazing. And I majored in finance, and that was kind of motivated by, one, thinking I could make a lot of money and being <laughs> like, well, it's the safe choice. And two, I was interested in like stocks and everything like that, and I figured I was a good communicator. I, I like helping people. I'd be good at business. But now in my career path, um, I have an internship currently for U of R Strength Conditioning, working towards my CSCS, my Certified Strength and Conditioning um, certification. And I'm applying to grad schools, my top choice being Ithaca, for their mental performance program. And I'm really interested in sports psychology, which is what my uh, interdisciplinary minor is in, mental performance. I kind of made it myself. And yeah, working towards that in the grad application shop. Jamie, thank you for helping me out with that. <laughs> of course. And yeah, so I'm really excited for the future and going forward. What I think would be really helpful for the listeners is what initially inspired you to sort of transition away from a financial career and into mental performance as a you know future goal? I'd say two things. So I'd say the first being my internship experience in finance itself and that kind of being a tell to me that, hey, this, you know, the gut feeling that even though I'm good at it, mm -hmm. you know, I, I really not passionate about it, you know, uh, I, maybe something is time for a change. And then the second being um, just kind of like through extracurriculars, I like last year, I started uh, with some peers on the women's basketball team, athlete to athlete, because we kind of noticed on campus that there is a stigma around mental health and athletes being willing to talk about it. So the whole club was being like an inclusive community of athletes that can come together um, and support each other, talking about like the mental health and the challenges we go through as student athletes on campus. And that was really rewarding and kind of showed me what a CMPC, which is Certified Mental Performance Coach, is in the first place. And then that and doing my track career, and I got injured last year and started working with a CMPC myself to get through those like mental hurdles. And Doing that, it helped me so much. And I, again, really didn't realize that was a career path beforehand. And through that experience, I was like, this is something that's really cool. I'm really passionate about it. I was focusing more on that than the finance stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, maybe that's a tell that yeah. this is something I really want to do. So, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I think it's really important to listen to your gut. Mm -hmm. Usually it never leads you astray. So looking back on your whole college journey, how have your goals evolved and what are your aspirations for the future? Yeah, I would say when I started college, my goals were kind of just shaped around 
<laughs> the safe choices. And I, I, I think that was like, well, you just go through the steps, right? You go to college, you mm-hmm. major in something, you graduate, you get a job, you make money, you know, there wasn't really any like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't like, as long as you're like safe and secure, that's the, that's okay. And I think throughout college, I really focused on trying so many new experiences out. And that kind of happened naturally. And just through like making connections and friends. And then my goal started progressing towards working towards something I'm really passionate about. And I think, you know, in light, especially the finance, you know, even though I would make maybe more money, right? Well, if I'm not passionate about it, then, you know, I, I always thought, what's the point? So I think my goals have really progressed and did working towards something I care about truly. And then just my aspirations are just to really help people and help others see that that's okay to do, to change your path um, in the future if you don't like what you're you're doing in college and it's okay to, you know, to go outside your major. Yes. I love that. It absolutely <laughs> is. Now here's the part where everybody kills me because I go off script. It's <laughs> um, okay. You are still a finance major. Yes. So you found this other passion, you're pursuing this other career, mm-hmm. and you're still a finance major. Right. Did anybody try and encourage you to change your major or maybe like, did you ever feel like, oh, I have to like start from scratch? So after I changed from education, I transferred to Fisher. I was already, you know, I wanted to graduate in four years ish. And that was always my goal. I didn't want to like go through like seven years of undergrad. Mm -hmm. Right. So by the time I realized that finance really wasn't for me, it was kind of last year, like at the beginning of last year. And at that point it was already like, well, it's kind of late to change, but I could add that interdisciplinary minor, which is what I did. And was what I'm finishing up right now. And that's focused really on mental performance and psychology and what I'm interested in. And I think that's always something that students can do too, is being like, hey, if my major is something that maybe I'm on the fence about, well, I can have a completely different minor Mm -hmm. and something that is also spiking my interest and then kind of, you know, deciphering between the two. And I think that's a good idea for anyone to do. Yeah. And that's really important. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know going back to the finance internship and clearly that not being the right fit, but again, you were good at it, but not long, long term, a good fit. How have the most recent experiences that you've done, because I know you're working with U of R, but you've had some other experiences that I think have sort of strengthened this interest in mental performance. I would like you to tell the listeners how you got those mm-hmm. internships and also how they've sort of enhanced your professional experience or at least, uh, you know, enhanced how or why you want to go into the field. Right. So I think one of the first experiences after finance that I had was coaching. For example, this past fall semester, because I wasn't taking classes, I was volunteer coaching for Fisher Track. Um, And that I did because I really wanted to get around athletes, which is what I, you know, would be doing in my career field. And I got that just through talking with my coaches um, and seeing if they would be open to experience. So I did some clinics over the summer and then got to coach the groups this past semester. And that was a great experience. The other one being I had a mental health internship this past fall semester for um, Rochester City Parks and Rec. So in that, I was working with groups of kids um, doing like after school activities, mostly through sport, and then working with them on like anger management and how to handle conflict better and, you know, the right ways to play the game, um, working together and support. And and that was really rewarding. Um, And I got that through uh, working with peers at like my honors advisor at the school um, and them kind of setting me up with different connections that they knew in the city because I told them I was interested in 
mental health and working in sport and like a psychology type of way. And they had someone who was like, oh, we, they've actually been talking about this. So I was like, perfect. And that kind of just set me up for that fall internship. And then the one I'm doing this semester is U of R strength and conditioning. And that one I got actually while I was doing PT, I was at PT for my injury and I was working with the CMPC um, and I was like, yeah, I really want to work around athletes and I like coaching. And they're like, well, why don't you try strength and conditioning and see if you, you know, like really being around athletes in that way. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And they kind of just introduced me to the head of the strength and conditioning department. And I was like, and they were like, yeah, you want an internship? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it works out perfectly. Yeah. You just got to talk to people. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like outside the job board is, you know, one of the things we talk about all the time right. is like taking advantage of the circumstances that, you know, you're in, you might be in a networking scenario that you wouldn't even think is a networking scenario to get you closer to an ideal opportunity. So right. that's great. So internships, great, but extracurriculars, you are very busy. (laughs) How have those extracurriculars contributed to your personal development? Oh, man, I've done (laughs) so many weird things at Fisher. Not weird. They're all been great. Um, (laughs) Diverse. Yeah, diverse. Well, yeah, because I would encourage anyone, especially coming out of high school to college, to really be open to trying as many new experiences as possible. I've done, I was on the Fisher dance team. I've done the, I've been on theater. So I did a musical, which was really cool. I've been on the investment club, accounting club. I started a club, Athlete to Athlete, which was really great. I was an RA for two and a half years. And yeah, so just through all those experiences, I think you really get to know yourself better and you meet so many new people and have so many like diverse skills. I mean, I feel like in anything I do now, I have so much background experience that I can handle a situation that's thrown at me. Yeah, it's been really, really rewarding to try so many th- different things at Fisher. And there's so many opportunities like available to you if you if you want them. So Right. You just have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And kind of along those same lines, how do you see this integration of skills between both the professional experiences that you've had and the on-campus experiences just, again, you know, overall contributing to your skill sets? Right. And I think the biggest thing is, I don't know, you're, you're almost like a, what's that like multifaceted, like yeah. life in the military. Yep. Like you, you, you just feel like you can multi-tool. handle Yeah. The multi-tool. Like <laughs> you did, it I don't know. Yeah, I don't Swiss know. Army Army knife. Swiss army knife. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you just feel like you can handle, like I said, like any situation that comes at you. I think my skills have really built. And I think the one of the most important things that goes in all jobs is because you work or try so many different experiences out, you really know how to talk to people. You really know how to communicate and advocate for yourself and speak out for what you want. Like you said before, like if a situation presents itself, you kind of have to speak out. Like I didn't have to ask for that internship for strength conditioning, but they introduced me to the person and then you kind of just talk your way through it. So I think learning how to do that and just communicate and you also just know yourself better through doing so many different experiences. You were just like, I like this. I don't like this. This works for me. This doesn't work for me. And I think that's the most important skill that any like college student can find yeah. um, mm-hmm. is just knowing what works for them and what doesn't. So that way, when they graduate, they really have so much more of a clear idea of what they want to do mm-hmm. and how, how it can work for them. And that's actually like, and we talk about this when we present the yeah. first step of career development and career decision making is knowing, is knowing yourself. yourself. Right. Yep. So given that classes, jobs, activities, all of that, can you share any strategies for juggling multiple responsibilities? Because I do, you know, hear often from students, like, I just don't have time mm. or I, I want to focus on just this. Right. And yeah, before, before I 
like answer that, I would say it's also important to realize when you are doing too much. Cause mm-hmm. there were times, you know, throughout my college career where I was in like eight clubs at once. And that, wow. is like, <laughs> and that, you know, great experience. And you kind of find out what you don't like, of course. Right. But it can be too much. So I think it's important to also learn how to say no and be like, well, you know, I want to do these things, but you kind of have to prioritize. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's important to figure out is like, you can't actually do too much depending, but when you're juggling multiple things, I think the most important thing to do is just write it down. So make sure you have a schedule written out so that you can look to every day and kind of just see it laid out in format, you know, plan your week ahead of time or plan your day ahead of time, like the day before. And then I would just say, you know, as far as like scheduling goes, just make sure again, you're saying no to the right things. Um, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's about it. I mean, juggling multiple things is, is not as hard as it sounds. You have so much more free time in college than you do in high school. Like I think people get really worried about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as like juggling multiple responsibilities, it's just important to write it down and stay on task. Um, you know, when you have open blocks of free time, like you have to get to work, you know, I've never, it's hard not to procrastinate, but when you have one to two hours of three time and I have homework to do, like I got to do homework in that, in that free time. So it kind of forces you when you do a lot of things to really get to work on the free time that you have. So I would just say that. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Can you talk about maybe a situation where you faced adversity and emerged stronger? And I think I might know the answer to this, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> so I'm curious your response. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll share two. The one being, I, I know, like, you know this, Jamie, yeah. is that my when I was younger, my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And that was really tough for me to go through. I think, and that was like kind of my first introduction to mental performance as it is, like overcoming mental barriers. And I think that's where my interest spiked in that, whether I realize it or not. And that's why I think I want to help people who are going through similar struggles. And just as far as emerging stronger, yeah, just using the strategies and working with people to come out of that, like on top and moving forward has been great. And I think the other one being the injury I had last year, I yeah, I do track, as you guys mentioned, and I had a season injury. I tore a ligament in my foot last year while I was competing. Um, so that was tough. I sat out like this weekend is my first jumping competition in 11 months. Oh, so wow. we're getting back into it. So perseverance pays off. So I think just working with that process has been really rewarding. One, it kind of showed me what my career path wants to be now yep. um, and working with athletes through men's performance and overcoming that challenge because injury is a big part of that. And yeah, so I feel more prepared than ever to go now after working through that. It's really hard to work through something like that, but you just stay consistent. And I think that that can be applied to any aspect of life, especially the college experience. So For sure. That yeah. is very true. And even beyond, right? right? So thank you so much for sharing everything. But as we wrap up, what are your parting words as a senior? <laughs> Oh, goodness. I feel old. Um, (laughs) No, Uh, I would say, especially if you're pursuing interests outside your major one, you just can't you can't be scared. Right. Like I started going through like the the safe options, but, you know, you kind of have to weigh the options. Would I rather do something the rest of my life that I'm miserable in or would you rather take the chance now? And, you know, you have. You know, I always thought to myself, you kind of have to put it in perspective, right? Like I could live double the life I do now. I'll be like 40 something. And that's a lot of time. And, but I could be doing something I don't want to do. And I'm like, I have so much time left. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not old. You don't have so much pressure on yourself. So I think you just can't be scared to take that jump. And then once you do make that jump, you just kind of have to, you know, just try so many things out. I think one of the, the benefits that I did at Fisher was I tried so many things. I really know myself better. 
So if you're considering pursuing something outside, just try as many things related to or around that as you can. Talk to so many people about it. Like I think another thing that helped me a lot was I just reached out to professionals in the fields and talked mm-hmm. to them about what their experience was like and what advice they have for me. And that's really helped me too. So I think I think those two things would be great. Yeah, experience matters. Yeah, thank you so much again for being with us today and for sharing all of these wonderful pieces of advice because I think, again, Tracy and I can sit here every time we record and say these things, but I think coming from you is so much more impactful and we just appreciate you being here very much. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was fun. Awesome. So just a couple of quick updates. Um, just a reminder, we have a new location in Kearney basement and we're in room 059 for career services. Um, so again, while the library is under renovation, that's where you can find us. You can still make in-person virtual or phone appointments on Handshake as always. And I just had a quick plug. Speaking of things to get involved in or to do, the Career Fest for the spring is taking place on Thursday, March 21st. So please save the date. It's from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be in the field house. We are so excited about this. We're going to have 100 employers. It's going to be massive. We're very excited. Mm-hmm. So we want everyone on campus to be showing it's gonna up. going to be a vibe. <laughs> totally a vibe. Uh, so just want to plug that. Please register on Handshake. This wraps up today's podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and connect with us on LinkedIn. We want to hear from you, ideas for future topics, questions, feedback. Email us at ccap at sjf.edu. Thanks for listening. We are the Career Coaches of Fisher here for your career.